podcast for witches, intersectional feminists, and Wiccans alike with a focus on current events, witchcraft, paganism, and life as a person of color, aka my day-to-day life. Before we get started, just some basic housekeeping. If I research something or have done research, it will be cited on the blog post with the corresponding title. I will be using the terms Wiccan, Pagan, and Witch interchangeably, but only in reference to myself because I identify with all of these titles. This does not imply that they are the same thing. And I love being able to make my podcast and blog for you all, but this podcast will sometimes contain ads to help me pay for necessities in college. If you would like to support me and my work and minimize the need for ads, please go to anchor.fm slash Wiccantations and hit the support button. Starting at as little as 99 cents per month, you can subscribe and help me financially. Any donations are greatly appreciated. Thank you. This is a tea and tarot episode. This means that I will be talking about anything related to reading and or interpreting tarot cards. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, and let's get started. I'm very sorry I missed last week, but as my gift to you is a gift for this week to make up for my absence. You know, I'm still in school, so I have like midterm stuff going on, so that's getting for that, and that's been fun. And I'm going to talk a little bit because I'm my mouth plugged. No, that's fine. All right, so we're kicking off this cycle with a New Year tarot spread. Um, I know it's literally the middle of the month now, so it's a good time past New Year season. But my personal feeling is that like anything New Year's related can extend throughout the month of January because that entire time is basically like for gearing up stuff, new beginnings, in my opinion. So I feel like if if you're more inclined to do so, I guess a good timeline would also be like aligning it with the first full moon of the first full moon of the um, new calendar year. So kind of like combining both the lunar calendar and the Gregorian calendar. So like counting the new year as January 1st and then like really saying, okay, it's I'm done with new year season once the first full moon full moon hits but I don't think if it's January 1st and then the first full moon is January 1st that that should count because that's 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 a little uh, finicky so I guess the one right after that if it's like suit it's if it's literally the same day um something exciting is that there's this thing that's going to be happening celestial wise if I remember right it's called a super moon is that what it is? Yeah, it is a super wolf blood moon. Different places kind of have different titles for it at the moment. But um, what's basically happening is that it's a full moon that's co- coinciding with what I believe is a lunar eclipse. And fun fact. Okay, the websites are kind of like, when I look it up, they either say like hey it's january 20th or it's january 21st but either way fun fact january 20th is my birthday so that's pretty cool for me i'm gonna be going to um like i'm gonna go out to eat and i'm gonna head to a panic at the disco concert which is absolutely amazing i think it's gonna be the greatest thing ever it's gonna be my first like concert concert like in terms of like where it's like a rock concert where people are gonna be like going off like, I've gone to, like, Jason Mraz before, but it's, as much as I love him, it's also Jason Mraz, so I don't know if that really counts for, like, the full concert experience, especially because it's, like, in this, like, open air kind of pavilion, so this is much like, it's, like, indoors, assigned seating, like, it is sold out, it's hard, and I'm excited. Anyways, setting up, um, I made the decision to go with a somebody else's tarot spread instead of creating my own 
uh, partially for time purposes, I just didn't have the time to be able to sit down and think of like all the different prompts I want to use and how I want the placement to be and how, what the, and the meaning of all that come this season and just also because it's there's nothing wrong with like using other people's spreads pr- as long as you give proper credit and such if you're talking about it the way I am. So I'm going to be doing that, making sure to give credit and like give give um kudos where kudos is due and things like that. Um the one I decided to use is from the Labyrinthos company. So if you have heard of them, they're really great. They're one of some of their I use some of their resources as in my journey of learning how to read tarot cards. Um basically what they have is they have like a series of apps that teach you um both tarot that can teach you or you can use to read tarot cards in a certain way. Um or I'm going to I'm definitely gonna pronounce this long wrong, maybe moving letters around, but lay your mand something along those lines but yeah they have four main apps it's called labyrinthos academy that's the first app second app golden thread third app seventh spear fourth app luminous spear luminous spirit sorry that wasn't very clear um i haven't explored all of them all that much mostly i've been sticking with the labyrinthos academy which is basically like it gives you keywords that you can use to associate with the tarot cards to make it a bit easier to aid in their like understanding process and I think that's really helpful in the sense that like um keywords basically gives you like a starting point to move from because like here's the underlying basic thing that you should know about this card but then like up from that point is up to interpretation based on like what you know about yourself and your situation what you know about the person you're doing the reading with and their situation if you're doing it for something else based on like just general intuition uh before i get so i'm that's the spread i'm going to be using i am going to be writing a blog post about it it's going to come out on friday with the newer pod with the next podcast episode uh what i will preference i will preface by saying that um yeah it's by labyrinthos academy and that, that I'm using the Rider Weight deck, the classic Rider Weight deck. So all the images are very easily recognizable. Um, I haven't branched into getting more decks yet for myself because I don't feel I'm ready. So when that happens, then maybe I'll start using other decks and we'll be mentioning those more. I don't think I'll be getting, uh, what are they called? A Crowley Thoth, 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 Thoth deck because um, I haven't looked into it too much myself, but I've definitely heard a lot of conversation how some people don't use it because Crowley was a known racist and um, someone who was known to have like very sexist opinions also. and was just like both a beneficial and yet problematic person in the like witchcraft, Wiccan, magic community. So it's less of a hard pass and more of a I'm going to do my research before I get into you. But I definitely know that the Rider Waite deck is pretty much something that like people universally recommend. <coughs> so for this episode, what I'm going to be basing my readings, I also one more thing. Um, I do use reversals, but I also base that on intuition because I don't shuffle cards, okay? First and foremost, shuffling cards is hard. If you can, if you know how to properly shuffle cards and do like the whole bridge thing where you like take, separate the pile into two stacks and then you like pull your thumbs up and they all flutter down and like intercross one on top of the other and then you can do the bridge thing where you just like put your hands into this like rainbow position as I call it and the cards just magically fall into a pile. Good for you. I can't do that. Like, at all it just does not happen so as a result of that sometimes like my cards will go right side up they'll go upside down they will go everywhere I don't like the whole like spreading them out and then shuffling around them around kind of thing because I feel like for me personally that's a bit too chaotic and I'm not trying to invite that kind of energy into the reading that I'm doing so instead what I choose to do 
is like I choose to do, for lack of a better phrase, the flicky thingy that you do before using like the bridge to uh, shuffle cards. And then I also just like flat out start taking a small chunk from the middle and then just placing it on top of the pile. So with that combination, some cards get turned upside down and I kind of go based off what I know about the situation, whether it's for the other person or for myself, as a way to say like, okay, is this card actually supposed to be reversed? Or is it supposed to be right side up or vice or like if it shows up reversed, should I be flipping it right side up and vice versa? So also going to say that I will be using the it's a new book. So we're going to see how it goes. If I don't like it, you won't find out because I'll be re-recording this episode. So we're hoping I like this book. But I recently got the what the uh, oh, yeah, I decided to keep this as a clean podcast. Okay. It's the WTF is Tarot book and How Do I Do It by, I'm gonna say this wrong, Bakara Wintner, B-A-K-A-R-A for the first name, W-I-N-T-N-E-R for the last name. I have an ethnic name, my real name is ethnic, so it's like, mm, I hate it when I get names wrong and I don't pronounce them right, because I know how that feels. Like, I remember I um, was in class once and, like, the teacher, this was, like, in high school, so the teacher was going around, he's like, oh, everyone, like, introduce yourself, and so, not introduce yourself, sorry, he was going through the roster, and then he got to my name, my name starts with an M, so he did the thing where when people don't know how to pronounce the name and they're trying to like sound it out in front of you so they're going me 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 my and so knowing that he's reached my name based on the fact that I like what I do with my classmates I kind of just cut him off and gave him my nickname and then he did that like and this is a substitute teacher mind you not my teacher for the one year so this man was here for the day and then he left So, he did that thing that teachers do where they give you, like, this eyebrow that's, like, I expect you to tell me your full name because for even though I'm going to call you by your nickname. So, he did the eyebrow thing and I told him my full name. He literally made eye contact with me, paused after hearing it, nodded, and then just goes, my middle name is Michael. It's like, what am I supposed to do with that information? Like, what does that do for me? Because I don't know any Michaels. That doesn't help me in any way, like... That's literally, like, the name equivalent of, like, when you meet a black person and you just go, like, oh, I have a black friend. Or if you meet a gay person, you're, like, oh, I have a gay friend. Like, we don't care. Good for you. You have a diverse friend group. You should have a diverse friend group because that's the foundation of being able to help better understand other people because you have to know diverse people. So, good for you, I guess. What am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. Then anyway, so yeah, I screwed up her name. I'm very, very sorry. And then the illustrations are by Autumn Whitehurst. I hope that's pronounced as it is spelled, because if not, I'm just wrong. Whoops. All right, so to get into it, the Labyrintho spread basically um, uses, can I count? Yes, I can count. Eight cards. It uses eight cards. So the first card is to talk about uh, last year's major lesson, like what's the biggest thing you had to learn. Um, Sorry, I'm like opening up the index trying to be able to like find things where I need it and all that kind of stuff. Okay, okay, I know where I'm looking, I know where I'm looking, it's cool, it's all good. Okay, but yeah, so basically, um, it's like, what is your major lesson from last year? Like, what's the biggest thing you had to learn about yourself, or maybe about your situation? Second thing is your biggest achievement. Then third, it's what you let go of. Fourth is what you expect. Fifth is your biggest challenge. Sixth is the theme for the year, like what you should be focusing on for this calendar year or lunar year, however you um, count your years. Um, Advice for the year, what should you take notice of or what should you like lean towards? I feel like that's kind of depends on the card. Like if the card is like despair and death, 
I don't think you want to lean towards death. That's never a, in in the sense of like, yes, I'm going to actively look for death in my life. No, but like I feel like that can either mean like, hey, you need to be ready that like some things that are go- some things are going to end this year that you need to be ready to experience. Maybe in like a literal sense of like somebody's life, maybe somebody important, somebody or something, and if it's like a pet important in your life is going to like die, but it could also mean like, hey, you need to be ready to let go of some things this year that you've been like holding on to for a while, because that's also like can cause you like death, so to can be a death, so to speak, and can cause you sadness, so you really have to be willing to like go through these cards and be able to open to like interpreting them based on what you know about yourself or whoever you're doing the reading for. Um, and then the finally last card is the transition. And I think it's nice that they ended on the transition. So it's like, you already know what last year was like. You have a pretty decent idea of what this year should be. And so that transition is really all that's left because you need to know if you need to be ready for like, this is going to be goddamn world war. Oops. Oops. Um, this is going to be a freaking World War Three, or like, oh crap, this is going to be a walk in a park and I'm going to be fine. I just need to like look out for down the road kind of thing. So it's always good to know that and have that information in the back of your mind, you know. Because just like, it's, it's, it's nice to have some sort of preparation. I am going to do, I'm doing this a bit in an opposite order. So <laughs> funnily enough. My episode for the end of this week is going to be the one where I talk about basically how I interpret tarot cards in the sense of like how do I think that they work, what powers do I think they have so to speak, and um, what I think of like the information behind them like can you substitute other things or oracle cards, playing card decks, etc, etc. So that's, that's a conversation for another day and I'm just doing it out of order, it's fine. Alright, so I have my spread all set up. You will, if you want to see pictures and like visually see the cards and how the spread looks, it will be on my blog come Friday. Um, I don't know what time Friday, but it will be on my blog come Friday. So the first card is last year's major lesson. What's the biggest thing that I had to learn? And I got a two of pentacles currently in the reverse position. And... If it wasn't 100% clear beforehand, I am going to make it clear now that, like, I'm learning right now, okay? I, if you ask me off the top of my head what X tarot card means, like, unless it's literally death or the fool, I can't tell you. I don't know. Unless it's, like, death, the fool, or, like, I think it's either the set, it's either six, seven, or eight of swords, where it's literally a man sitting in his bed with his face in his hands, and there are, like, seven swords hanging about. I, I keep on wanting to say the F word, but I'm, like, trying to keep this on a clean rating so everyone has access to listen to it. So you're just going to hear me pause and just go, I'm going to try not to do that, though. So, yeah, it's, like, literally a man with his face in his hands with swords hanging above him. And I'm like, okay, so obviously you're not happy. I can tell that much. But, yeah, so, um... To describe the Two of Pentacles, if you're not familiar with what it looks like, um, think about the Rider, Rider, it's not Rider, the Rider Weight deck. Is that like, some of this color scheme is a little weird. So like the man is red, but his clothes are also red, except for his shoes, which are green. So I try to like not, and he has this weird like, it looks like a condom hat, honestly, like if you, like, if you think of, like, go back in your memory to your sex ed class, where I, I, I hope they did, but they probably made you put, like, a col- a, a condom on a dildo, and that's, that's basically what that hat looks like, with cur- this dude, I'm assuming it's a guy, with curly hair, and he is carrying two pentacles, which is, um, another, the, the pentacles are also known as coins, they're also known as that. So you have cups, pentacles, swords, and wands. So the pentacles are also called coins, but it's basically like a circle in the way of Rider weight. It's like a circle that's yellow with a star drawn inside. And then it has this like loop 
green loop going around each pentacle that is in his hand, almost making like the infinity symbol or figure eight, depending on your perspective. And um, in the background, there are these like little waves with little ships on them. And there's this like weird little symbol on the bottom right. I don't know what that symbol is, but it's there. <coughs> okay, so I'm going to read. Hopefully this isn't a copyright issue. If it is, my bad. But too late now. So I'm going to read what the book says. And this is like W. What, what the F is Tarot by... Bakara Winter. Sorry for the pause. So it says, uh, Two of Pentacles, find you a girl who can do both. That's the one thing I, like, love about this game. I've t I haven't, like, deeply read it, but I love, like, looking through this book because it's kind of funny. Um, a practical card, the Two of Pentacles, speaks to juggling tasks, managing responsibilities, and maintaining a work-life balance. I think we can all agree that being a human is hard forget dealing with our emotions or contemplating our spirituality or searching for higher meaning the mere logistics of being a living breathing person is complicated there's a lot of paperwork fine print calendar and calendar management involved and the two of pentacles speaks to keeping our sh our stuff together in this area in addition to balance smooth transition is another theme of this card or holding on to something you already have while switching over to something new so um wow that's that's a little long this is the one thing i like love about tarot sometimes it can be seriously uncanny and you're just like what yeah so i think in this case um i'm actually going to say that both the um right side up and the reverse forms of this card apply to my situation and to me personally because there are a lot of things in my life that have gone. Because for note, the reverse of a card is basically the opposite of a me its meaning. So if like a card is death and despair and sadness, then the reverse of that may not be like literally go like you just found a pot of gold kind of happy. But it's like maybe you found peace in death rather than it's making you sad or giving you turmoil. Maybe like... You are happy that something has ended kind of thing. It, it really depends. Like I said, a lot of this is up to interpretation based on like what's happening around you. So for me, there are a lot of things that happened last year that have actually gone really, really well for me. Like I learned a lot about myself and my um, own personal organizational skills, how I function, that kind of thing. So that's been great. But then um, there's also been a lot of upheaval in my life. There's I, I recently had to switch colleges for um, reasons, so I've been in, like, I applied to a lot of places, like, 14. <laughs> Happily, I've gotten into, I want to say, five, six of them, and the rest I'm waiting on and won't hear from until March. But, um, basically, like, the idea that, like, yeah, this has been, like, it's been a really challenging process and it's been causing a lot of problems for me, so, um... And, like, just on the financial aid and also, like, there are certain things that you have to fill out and information that you have to have that's been, like, problematic. So, seeing this card and knowing that, like, hey, it's basically my sign. I take, I'm taking it as my sign. It's like, hey, you're doing something really, really well and you've learned a lot, but you also had to deal with a whole lot of stuff that you weren't ready for. And that really threw you off, which is true. I don't, like, I, I had a panic attack last year. And that was an interesting experience because I don't know how to explain it but I don't think I've had like a full-on full-on panic attack like that before so that was a little weird sorry I'm pausing for a second to turn on my essential oil diffuser in my light because we are here for ambiance <coughs> all right continuing on uh number two is last year's biggest achievement what did i do really really well what is something i should be proud of well, maybe i should have like some sort of sound that i make it's like oh woo, woo, woo. no maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't that was a terrible idea but what i got for this is uh major arcana i got the world which is pretty cool, you know, the world. Why did, 
something in my brain just told me to say string cheese, and I'm like, that's not what you should say. It's not, <laughs> that's, that's not the phrase that should come to mind. Oh, God. Oh, wow. I'm over here trying to flip through the major arcana section instead of looking at the top of the card where, guess what? The number is in Roman numerals, so make it easier for me to find it. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm dumb. Anyways, okay, so the world. Um, the author, I believe she uses she, her pronouns, so that's, yeah, okay. Her bio on the bag uses she, her pronouns, so that's what I'm going to use. Um, it's It has a John Lennon quote. Well, not John Legend, not like all of me, Chrissy Teigen, technically it's Teigen. Celeb secret, not so secret secret. Um, but it says everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. So the world symbolizes completion, home, bliss, closure, supreme, future, belonging, harmony, arrival, womb, cosmic, abundance, success, contentment, source, encompassing, fullness, rest, ending, and restoration. I think this is another one where, for me, it can be both, it's both, like, regular and reverse. Because there are things where I've, like, reached an end point, like, I was, like, done. I was good. Um, I was, like, closing out a chapter of my life, and I knew I was fully aware that I was doing that. I was closing some doors in certain relationships and, like, certain things that were problematic in my life. And that was nice. But at the same time, like, some of those doors were being flung open, and it was great, you know? But, yeah, it it, it is both. For me, personally, that's just how I feel. Moving on, because y'all don't need all my dirty laundry. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, yeah. Um, the next one is what I let go of last year. So, this is another card that is showing up in reverse. It is the Seven of Swords. Should I describe the- oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Before we move on, let me go back and describe um, the world. I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's a lady who has, like, this cloth that comes around her. It only covers her vulva, and then it goes back behind her legs. Um, she has what looks like double-ended candles <coughs> in her hands. She's surrounded by a wreath of some indeterminable object. And then um, the wreath on the, it's like an ellipse, kind of an oval shape. So on the, I'm trying to think, like where the, where the points where it's like longest to get from one point of the oval to another, there's like this little like red cloth wrapped around it. Top left corner has some dude's face. Top right corner has an eagle. Bottom left corner has, I want to say, a bull. Bottom right has a lion. So, mm, these seem like very worldly things. Humans, air. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 87. Okay. But yeah, so that's what that card looks like. So, moving on back um, to the... Seven of Swords. So this has a guy who's carrying five swords. And then um, he has, there's two of them that are still stuck in the ground. And he's like looking back at the two of them, the two swords that are still stuck in the ground. And he's like kind of walking away from this like fairground type looking area. Not sure why it looks like that, but it does. Where's the page 87? God, Jesus. Okay, sorry, that was rude. Um, woohoo, we're here. Okay, <laughs> Seven of Swords, why the boop, beep? What, what was that sound, Mika? Why the beep you lying? Why you always lying? Sorry for being a millennial, because I am. Um, am I? I'm either a millennial or 
or Gen Z? I honestly don't know at this point. It could be either one. I don't remember where the dates end, but I know it's like the switching point is somewhere in the 1990s, but that ambiguousness is not, not helpful. When the Seven of Swords is pulled into reading, reading, either you're being dishonest or someone is being dishonest with you. This card is a bummer. Not only are you lying. Oh, okay, okay. A little, that makes sense. All right. Looking back at the picture, this man is, like, walking away from these, like, fairgrounds and he has two swords left in the ground. So, like, with that context, now you can see the, like, idea of lying that's going on. Because, um, because <clears throat> basically, like, it, with the way his, like, foot's positioned, the way it kind of looks like he's tiptoeing away now that I think about it. So, it's like he's stealing these swords and he probably, like, lied to people about it, so, see, lying, got it. Yeah, okay, not only are you lying, you know you're lying and trying to make it look like you're not. Dude, come on, are you trying to protect yourself? Are you trying to avoid getting into trouble? It honestly doesn't matter why. You're being the worst, and when the truth comes out, someone is going to get hurt. So, yeah, speaking to deception, secrets, and trickery, we are asked to examine our motivations here to determine if it's really worth continuing this way. So this is what I let go of last year, which is very true for me. Like, I made a decision that I, like, wasn't, to a certain extent, to a certain extent, um, not including for, like, safety reasons or just, like, my personal mental health. Like, if you know exactly, let's take um, sexuality or gender as a reason, like, Actually, I'm going to go with sexuality because I don't know enough about the trans experience to be able to speak on that and use it in an example like this. But, like, if you know you're gay and you're not, like, a super stereotypical on any end of the spectrum person, like, if you're, if you, um, are a woman and you're not, like, super butch or if you're a man, um... I do mean this in the general term, like, including um, trans men and trans women. <coughs> Ooh, sorry, not in terms of, like, AFAB and AMAB. AMAB. So, assigned female or assigned male at birth, I mean, like, in the general man-woman experience. Um, but, like, if you're a man that you're, like, not, like, super feminine and, like, into dresses and stuff, then, like... If you know you're, basically, if you know you're passing for straight, straight passing, lol, um, like, you may make the decision that, like, hey, I'm in a situation where I can tell that, like, if I say that I'm gay, it's going to become a very big problem. So, therefore, like, you decide, made the decision not to say something. So, it's, like, in situations like that, in which I have, like, decided, um... I was like, mm, okay, this is the few, these are the few times that I'm not going to, like, reveal who I am and parts of my identity to people, but, like, outside of that, I'm going to be as true and as honest to it as possible, and, like, I'm following that philosophy into this year, hence why I restarted this podcast, hint, hint, because I'm trying to, like, keep up, because it's, it's a partially a way of, like, keeping myself accountable and being, like, okay, if you know you're putting out a podcast every week, you know you're going to do the research and do the work to put out the podcast every week. So, therefore, it's, like, a motivation for me to, like, also get my ish together. So, yeah, I think that one was meant to be an upright card, but it kind of just ended up reversed because of my terrible shuffling skills. Sorry, that was a quick break for some. If you know it, it's the Kill Bill Whistle. Woo! Okay, moving on to position number Which is basically what to expect this year. Where did it go? Where did position number four go? Ah, got it. Okay. Um, the way it's set up is slightly annoying. So you're going to have to, if you look at it, if you look it up, you'll know what I'm talking about. But you're going to have to move like card number five off of number four. So please remember that the card that's like laying horizontally is not number four. That's number five. Number four is underneath that. 
So yeah, number four is what to expect this year. What should I know about? Uh, what should I prefer for prepare? Prepare for. It's another major arcana. That's kid. I take Latin, man. And I literally looked at 12 and I just said, you know what, that's 7. And no, it's not because that is an X and not a V. <coughs> wow, I have issues. Yeah, okay. 12, the hangman. So it has a quote. Um, the dead can hide beneath the ground and the birds can always fly. But the rest of us do what we must. Take, 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 take two. Thousand and eight. Didn't. Ah, yeah. The dead can hide beneath the ground and the birds can always fly. But the rest of us do what we must in constant compromise. Bright eyes, middleman. I don't know if that's like a man in a poem. I don't know if that if that's like a band and a song. And I'm very confused, but like, that's what it says. So I guess if you look up bright eyes, middleman, it'll tell you. But I can't right now, so we're going to move on. So it's basically um, non-action, suspension, fear, wisdom, release, non-attachment, surrender, initiation, shift, accept, uh, sorry, transformation, stuck, inversion, illumination, incubation, serene, acceptance, suffering, sacrifice, renunciation. Well, that's a heavy card, but it makes sense, okay? Like, I'm making a very big transition from school's. And, like, this is going to be the first situation in which I'm not staying from home. So, that's going to be a big transition. I'm having an issue with, like, certain things that I need to get done that's, like, at a stalemate. So, that also makes sense in this feeling of, like, suspension. I mean, I know it's for the entire year. But it's, like, if it's already applicable and it's been a month and it's been 15 days, then that's, mm, you really know that's going to be your year. And, like, it's true, because I'm going to have to buy, like, stuff for, like, dorms and everything. I've never done that before, so I don't know how that's going to go. So, like, uh, it's it's really a little bit of everything. Haha ha moment for a second. I really thought this was a reverse card until I realized that it's the hangman, and therefore you're going to have to look when he's upside down. He is right side up. So, that was fun. But like yeah, I can I can see that for the upcoming year. It's gonna it's gonna be a lot of compromise. It's gonna be a lot of sacrifice on my part. It's gonna be a lot of standing my ground on my part. It's gonna be a lot of like suspenseful moments where it's like I don't know what I should be looking for, what to do, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, that kind of thing. So yeah, I can see it. Alright, number five is this year's biggest challenge. What is with me getting the major arcana? Thank you for this. Oy. Okay, nah, I only have to move one page. I don't know whether to be excited or horrified. My biggest challenge is the justice card. And the quote that comes with this says, measure twice, cut once. Which is a proverb from unknown. So the key terms are integrity, consequence, balance, equality, perfection, centered, fairness, law, self-examination, Leveling, stern, precise, unwavering, scales, conscience, values, unbiased, deliberation. With justice, we arrived at the exact halfway point of the major arcana. We've been through some stuff. In the words of Kylie Jenner, we've, like, realized a lot of things, and at this middle place, we stop and take stock. Rarely does a major arcana borrow the suits from the minor, but justice is almost never seen without her sword, which is true. She does have a sword. Um... Representing, oh yeah, just, uh, representing cognition, analytical thought, and all workings of the mind, justice reflects a fully formed conception of self. The sword is ours to wield. We've done the work we're proud to be entrusted with it. We have access to the full force of our mental body. The representation of the mind as a sword offers a potent clue about its limitations. The sword is a weapon. In justice, we have reached the highest possible potential of how we may wield it. But it is still only a sword. It does not transmute its nature as a cutting device. So what does it look like when we can have faith in the efficacy of our minds and the soundness of our judgment? We arrive at justice. We are able to cut things out of life responsibly, make decisions ethically, and rely on our personal system of checks and balances. This, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. There are certain things that I do need to cut out of my life that I've been, like, putting off for a very long time. So it's good to know that, like, I'm going to be put in a position in which I need to re-examine that. Yeah. Yay. It's going to be great. And that's really all I'm going to say on that matter. Because, like, as much as I love doing tarot readings like this, where it's, like, talking about just, like, the year or the month ahead kind of thing, it's also somewhat of an issue because, like, I want to... This is, like, something where it's, like, I'm putting out it out on the internet. So, like, I want to say maintain a certain level of, like, my privacy and privacy about what's happening in my life. Which is, like, hard to do if I want you to, like, get a good connection to the readings that I'm doing. So... I'm I'm trying my best, y'all. Trying really I'm really trying out here. I'm really, really trying. Oh, I don't know how this is gonna go. Oh my god. Ow, 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 ow. Ow. Okay, we're good. Next card is this year's theme. What should I year be focused on? Where's six? Which way does it go? Oh, there's six. Woo! Alright. Um, I'm going to say that this happened because it should have. But I'm also going to acknowledge that, like, maybe I didn't shuffle enough. Because this is, this is quite literally just, like, the arcana coming in order. These last week cards, because I just got Ted the Wheel of Fortune. Sorry, I just yawned on audio, and there's no way for me to, like, nicely cut that out with the anchor editor, so you're just gonna have to deal with it, but, um, yeah, okay. We're, we're just gonna, we're just gonna roll with it. We're gonna pretend that it's on purpose, and we're gonna roll with it, because that's what we do. Some, ooh, alright. Quotes from Nietzsche, which is in itself is like, okay. Um, in terms of, like, just very heavy. What if a demon were to creep after you one night in your loneliest loneliness and say, this life which you live must be lived by you once again and innumerable times more, and every pain and joy and thought and sigh must come again to you, all in the same sequence. The eternal hourglass will again and again return, and you with it, dust of the dust. Would you throw yourself down and gnash your teeth and curse that demon, or would you answer, never have I heard anything more divine? That's heavy. Cool. Thanks. That's a great theme for the year. Well, actually, yeah, it kind of is. Because I think this is like, I, I was going to read the cards off of this, but I think I want to just talk about it more. Um, With this card, it's definitely more of a sense of like, um, what's it called? Like, with, especially with that quote, it's just, like, how do you want to take this? Because this could be a good thing, but it could also be a bad thing. And it's really just based on your point of view. It's basically, like, are you a half glass full, half glass empty, or there is water in half of the glass? I don't there is water in half of the glass, so somebody probably drank half of it. So it's, like, I'm somewhere between, like, a realist and a pessimist. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Something just, like, went up my nose. Like, you ever, like, sneeze, and then it's just, like, you just have the feeling, like, in the worst possible place, it's just horrible. And that's that's what that was. But, yeah, so it's kind of, like, looking at the fact that, like, how do I want to approach things that are coming to me? Do I want to take them as bad things, or do I want to try to, like, work with them and make them something positive? Or at least, like, not even positive, if you don't want to use that term, just, like, something manageable something I can deal with so advice for the year what should I take heed of for this year's challenges how should I handle them this is another major arcana but we have broken the cycle this is number 20 this is judgment oh okay um one second nope yep all right Okay, um, forgiveness doesn't just sit there like a pretty boy in a bar. Forgiveness is a fat, is the old fat guy you have to haul up the hill. 
You have to say, I am forgiven again and again until it becomes a story you believe about yourself. Every last one of us has the capacity to do that, you included. Cheryl Schreier, Tiny Beautiful Things, Advice on Love and Life from Dear Sugar. So, yeah, that's that's a big one. That's a big one. Because I I don't want to say I hold grudges because I don't in the sense that like they're not petty ones. But I'm also like, if you really do me wrong, it will take it. It's very hard for me to let go of that transgression. And it really depends on what you did and why you did it also. So it's just like that's that's a heavy one because there are certain things. There are certain people that are already like I have zero plans to forgive you without a therapist convincing me. And other people in my life are like, oh, you should forgive that person. So it's like, oh, and a very, it's it's a very delicate balance. So saying that I need to, like, take advice on that and make sure to, like, examine that in my decisions is going to be very helpful and informative. All right, my final card. Drumroll, please. I can't snap, I'm sorry. Fun fact, a snap is made by the sound of your finger hitting, like, that bulge of your thumb rather than, like, the sound of your finger, two fingers just, like, rubbing against each other. So, like, if you try to snap without, like, letting your finger hit that part of your thumb, like, you get a sound, but it doesn't have that kind of oomph to it. I'm sorry, I'm such a nerd. Like, the, I, I literally just went into full nerd mode on y'all, and y'all did not ask for that. I'm very, very sorry. Woo! Okay. 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 Okay, 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 okay. Where did it go? Oop. Okay, maximum recording time is 60 minutes. That's cool, because I'm at 45. Alright, sorry, I have to find the Four of Pentacles, and it's giving me a little annoyance right now. Ah, there we go. Okay, Four of Pentacles, 97. I'm sorry you're getting all my weirdness. But then again, if you're listening to this podcast and have lasted this long, you're kind of okay with my weirdness, which means I'm okay with you too. You're great for being able to listen to me ramble. So, this has shown up in a reverse position. And the Four of Pentacles is said to be your stingy friend. Where the Four of Cups shows emotional selfishness, the Four of Pentacles is physical stinginess. There are two peas in the same crappy pod and often show up together with similar messages. Loosen your grip, soften your gaze, and and look around. The fear of not having enough is dictating your actions and is making you and everyone around you miserable. Scarcity... Where the rest of the sentence go? I don't know. I think it moved to the next page. Did it? Nope. No, it didn't. Scarcity and lack are illusions. When we when we when we say when we subscribe to these myths, our vision narrows, paranoia kicks in, and we become very small. In a twelve-step meeting a few years back, I heard someone say, "If I have next to nothing, I need to give it away to get more." And I hear these words every time. The Four of Pentacles is drawn in a reading. It could be the mantra that soothes the tension of this card. A lot of extraneous baggage has been globbed onto the concept of money. It is equated to worth, validity, happiness, and a lot of things that have nothing to do with it. Distilled into its simplest form, money is energy. Yeah, okay, okay. So it's basically like withholding parts of yourself or different things in order to maintain control of a situation (sighs) and being able to having to let go and like I'm going through the application process for college right now so I can definitely see that because I have like a very tight grip on my schedule and like how I'm planning things out and every time I get a response that's like eh here's a vague answer for you I start stressing immensely So, having this card is like, yeah, that's my transition. I know it, and you know it, and the world knows it. So, this has been fun. I hope y'all had fun. 
uh, segment's about to end, and I only have 12 minutes left of recording space anyway, so that's cool. <coughs> but yeah, I think it's it's been really good to be able to do this New Year's spread, and while like in all honesty, I'm probably not going to revisit it, at least I know that somewhere in my either conscious and or subconscious brain, I'm at least going to have the information. So maybe even if I'm not like actively saying, oh, hey, and if even if in like three, six months, I'm not going to actively say, oh, hey, remember when on January 15th, you did that spread and you got like this specific card and that's what you need to be thinking about right now. It's it's like an unconscious awareness that like, hey, kid, you need to go like go when I'm like making decisions about things. It's like, oh, you need to be able to like let go of the stress. You need to like hold on to this tighter or you need to be willing to turn this bad thing into a good thing kind of thing. I keep on saying thing too much, it's fine. But like, yeah, it's 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 important, it's therapeutic for for me. It doesn't have to be for everyone. So doing this has been really, really nice and really eye-opening. Um, I hope you enjoyed your segment. Following me will be the Connect With Me segment, which is basically me illustrating like all the ways you can get in contact with me. Um, also just a reminder, I do, I am open to doing readings for certain questions and situations. So, um, if you, if you would like to submit one, feel free to send, like, send me an email. You're going to hear it in the next segment, uh, what my email is or like contact me through my blog or anything and basically be like, I want you to answer this question. And, you know, since I'm a newbie, a newbie, um, in the con, not contact, in the podcast business, I have, like, nothing. <coughs> so, if you send me my first question, I will actually be the happiest person ever. Because I have nothing right now. It's just me, myself, and I. So, that'd be great. And this is Nova signing off. Feel free to contact me by email at wickentations at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at the handle wickentations. That is spelled W I. C-C-A-N-T-A-T-I-O-N-S. If you'd like to learn more about my opinion on these topics, please visit my blog. The link is in the bio. I am doing bi-monthly anonymous tarot readings. If you would like to submit a question, please email me, DM me, or contact me through my blog with anonymous tarot reading in the subject line. If you would like to guarantee a tarot reading by paying for one, feel free to contact me for more information.